0: In this podcast, we journey across the Atlantic for an interview with Connor O'Farrell, Buying Manager for Positive Health at Boots, Ireland, who was a recent participant in ECRM's Euro Health Nutrition and Wellness Virtual Session. During our discussion, we talk about how COVID has shifted consumers' view of health to one of prevention and longevity, and how this has changed the way they shop as well as how they consult with the retailer's healthcare advisors. We also touch on the role digital has played during the pandemic, not just for e-commerce and the next day delivery offered by Boots, but also as a valuable source of health information. Connor also discusses his experience with ECRM, both at the in-person sessions as well as the recent virtual session, and how both have helped him to be first to market with innovative and on-trend products. ECRM has more than 80 category-specific sessions connecting buyers and distributors in the US, Europe, Asia, and Latin America with suppliers from around the world. For more information, visit ecrm.marketgate.com. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome everybody, Joe Tarnowski with ECRM here, and I have with me today Connor O'Farrell, who's a buying manager for positive healthcare at Boots Ireland. Now, he was a recent participant in our Euro health and wellness virtual session, and he's also been to previous in-person sessions. So, Connor, thank you so much for joining us today. And to kick it off, can you give us a little overview of Boots Ireland for people who are not familiar and and your role there?
1: Yeah, sure. So, I work for Boots Ireland. Um, Boots Ireland is a pharmacy chain here in public of Ireland. We've 89 stores now we're part of the wider kind of Walgreens Boots Alliance group. so pretty big global player. and um, we've been in Ireland for 24 years, opened in 1996. so yeah, it's been, been here quite quite established now in Ireland as in one of the, the high Street shops. Um, my role there I'm the by manager for positive Healthcare. and you know, I get asked all the time what is positive Healthcare?" So positive health care is your vitamins, your supplements, your weight management, like forward care, your non-medicated front of shop. So a lot kind of the the wellness categories and the health and well-being.
0: Excellent. And I know those categories, you know, uh, have been impacted a lot by the whole pandemic. I know here, you know, myself uh, included, you know, everybody's kind of taking a more preventative uh, look at healthcare and and mm-hmm. you know we're buying a lot more of those types of products. So maybe can you take us through like a little timeline of how what trends you were seeing before COVID and maybe how the shopper has changed in what they're buying and how they're shopping as we kind of progressed through to where we are now.
1: Yeah. So he goes it
0: was quite quite interesting in what's
1: happening in these areas it's all very much shifting towards your natural your vegan kind of really on trend products and people being real cautious about what they put into their bodies and that kind of preventative health when we did kind of see covid come on the on the radar and um, we start, had seen people start to kind of stock up a little bit on either essentials a little bit out of healthcare, and more into likes of your toiletry products your beauty products but i think we, we definitely seen it shift quite rapidly over then couple of weeks when lockdown was going to happen, it turned into very much, how do I protect myself and my family? So it was like your PPE, your face masks, your hand sanitizer, And we kind of made sure that they were set up to, if they have to go out of the house, how do they protect themselves? But kind of once, once people stopped thinking about that, it turned into your, right, how do I nearly protect myself from fu- future and for kind of moving forward? And that was where we kind of got into your wellness vitamins and your supplements and looking at immunity now like them so important was usually we were nearly coming out of immunity season into winter or into summer it like we shifted straight back in and people were stocking up on vitamin C, vitamin C and zinc and really kind of going after them products not like we could definitely see people not chopping just for themselves but for like a whole family from multivitamins to kind of everything we also did see some, some trends and people stocking up on beauty supplements to make sure kind of like they had that throughout COVID if they couldn't leave the house. Um, but we definitely seen a shift into really led by like media and what was happening. Like everyone had seen the activity around vitamin D. And once that kind of hit, we seen vitamin D and then you go tenfold in the next couple of days. And that was kind of how do we react to make sure we had the stock there um, and to make sure that it was there for the customer but also how do we make sure that it was there in our online business? Because online, thing for everyone, was never so important. And it kind of really helped bring them essential products to our customers. And it was something that we, we were really cautious of to make sure how did we at to make sure that we weren't letting anybody down and that we had the right products and the right stock. So it was, just, it, was very, it was very different kind of trends that we'd seen, whereas usually we'd be getting ready for your hay fever products and that type of thing. In summer, it was back into immunity. Vitamin. The how, how do you, how do we get them there? And, and he, like you, know, fo- you obviously forecast so long far in advance, it was really shifting it back a dial to make sure you were ready for it. And um, I think like when we we've, we've probably seen it kind of come out of come out of actual lockdown and maybe a couple of local lockdowns, but when we've seen um, immunity absolutely stay forefront to people's minds, that PPE category as well. How do they protect themselves in the interim and how do they keep kind of for for winter time, which we're heading. Back into now, how do we make sure that they have enough products there and they're protecting the whole family and boosting up their immune system so it was very it, it was a complete, very different year and you could never have predicted what was going to happen next so it was very much how do we stay on top of the trend, what's happening in the media and look at what's happening in other countries because was everybody was just watching everything else to see what was the next
0: product that I needed to make sure I could help, help me show this this pandemic. Yes, we were doing the same thing. We were watching Europe because you guys were ahead of us uh, in terms of when you were getting it, which meant you were going to be coming out of it before we did. So we were watching you to determine (laughs) how should we prepare for when we start getting into that phase. But you brought up a good point with immunity is like forever now. Everybody is going to be focusing on um, immunity Uh, But also, and I'm wondering if you're seeing this, I think just in general, people are going to, just moving forward, are going to have more front of mind uh, preventative health. So beyond immunity, but just, I know that this brought, you know, to the forefront of my mind, it's just people need to be taking better care of themselves all the time so are you seeing that among your customers uh, across different segments yeah definitely we are and
1: we're seeing a lot more um questions being asked um, when customers come in to talk to our healthcare advisors and um, really looking kind of what what should they be doing as opposed to normally we had kind of customers come in they nearly knew what they were looking for and they kind of might ask a couple of questions about the product but they're kind of asking the question is what should i be taking for me what should my son and daughter be taken and like that really into that kind of preventative mindset not kind of like we used to see coming into winter like we call it the treat phase and it's like cough remedies like cold and flu tablets but now it's like how do how do they make sure i don't need them and uh, that's kind of where we've seen it gone was before people like oh i have a bit of a sniffle i'll go in and get something to treat and they're like i know i need to take Vitamin C to make sure I don't get that sniffle, mm-hmm. and it's very it's, it's very very different. And um, we had to get react quite quickly, even from an online point of view, to make sure we had advice and information up on our platform online to make sure customers could go and find what they're looking for if they couldn't make it into a store and have that one-to-one interaction. That we mm-hmm. were putting up the right immunity messages and that like preventative health.
0: So what 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 should they be taking? And like absolutely, it's it was it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and especially the fact that. Like, now, I don't even want to get a cough. Like, I don't even (laughs) want to get to that. And even, you know, sure, I don't want to get sick, but having a cough these days, like, everybody avoids you. If You know, I went for a run um, a couple of days ago, and I'll get seasonal allergies. And, like, for the entire day after the run, I was sneezing. And all I'm thinking is one if anybody's around me they're going to be paranoid and two <laughs> you know I was worried like I hope I'm not get, getting something but the next day it was gone uh, you know so I yeah. know it's because I ran in the park at that particular time but yeah it's just uh fascinating how this has shifted everybody's view of wellness in terms of long-term thinking rather than just oh I got a cough I'm going to take care of this right now yeah Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So you mentioned online and, you know, we've seen it here too. Uh, People shifted online for things that they would normally run to the store for. They were getting it online. And we're seeing that a lot of them are going to keep getting these things online, myself included, just because I realize how easy it is. Um, And some things I've just subscribed to now online and I don't have to worry about it. Um, You've seen that big shift uh, online as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we, and um, when, when lockdown happened, the restrictions in Ireland, you could only go two kilometers from your house. So mm-hmm. that kind of really, I like, put a on where, how, where, how people could travel to our stores. And um, so that kind of, they really, we really seen them shift on, to online and they've got a lot of new customers probably you'd never engage with the platform. They, they like to have that one-to-one interaction. A lot of the people in Ireland like to be in, have, have the chat with the healthcare advisor and kind of that personal interaction there. But we've seen them kind of test out the platform, use it, and I think it's definitely we have seen people shift into it, and it's probably customers who are going to stay there and use that platform because they feel safer. Uh, it's and it's like the, the ease of what they got. Like obviously, we offer next day delivery, so they were getting their products probably quicker than they thought, and it really did show them what like what we're capable of, and what like they don't have to venture out if they didn't feel safe to do so. Um but we we definitely think it's something that's go- going to stay. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, with the, uh, are you putting the uh, healthcare advisors online in any way, or what, or is it just more content? It's, it's more content um, in the interest to get them
1: key categories up that customers are looking for, and mm-hmm. um, but absolutely is where we're kind of constantly reviewing what we, what is the next thing to do, how do we make sure that we're offering the right thing for them customers. So it is definitely something that we are reviewing to see how how would it work and would customers engage with it in the way that we we feel they should. Gotcha,
0: and it's got to be uh, you know, you're completely thinking about sourcing products in different ways, and you know, supply yeah. chain things, and making sure you have everything, but also making sure you can find that next thing, right?
1: Yes, ab- absolutely. And um, I think si- similar to you guys watching us in Europe when COVID came out, Ireland is very much trend led with what happens in the US, mm-hmm. so we we tend to really kind of watch what's going on. Um, for example, like the the keto diet is something that's only starting to kind of come over here in Ireland and we've launched a couple of products and we're kind of seeing what's happening, but we're definitely seeing customers search for it look for them products and they're taking the lead from what's happening over in the US. So we tend to kind of watch that market quite a lot and see what are the the really emerging brands kind of like when turmeric became a really on trend product, it's something that was picked up really quickly in Ireland and we made sure that we have have them products in customers are looking for them. Um, and how, how could we get them to market or have the right product there for them? So it's, it's definitely something that we're really, really kind of on top of looking at them emerging markets and some of that are similar to ourselves in terms of them, um, like the healthcare model and that type of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's something that obviously we, we, we tend to look through a lot kind on of it media and work with partners, but it's like attending ECRM to get that insight from uh, the, the other areas, which is absolutely brilliant for us.
0: Excellent. Well, keto is huge here. Uh, you have also um, carnivore is getting big um, because especially you'll have some of the bigger, well-known celebrities like Joe Rogan. Uh, mm-hmm. his, you know His podcast is everybody knows, and he's been on a carnivore diet and talks about the benefits he's been getting. Uh, I do kind of a half carnivore, half keto-ish kind of diet. <laughs> but then that, by the other token, you have the plant-based, you have the vegans yes. and you have that is equally strong too. So uh me, I just like my steaks. So I'm, I can never <laughs> be a vegan. But uh also, and it was interesting. I was talking to someone from Portugal during our uh session and they were mentioned uh insects or uh, edible insects, right. you know. Um, and I had recently did a article uh and an interview with someone who was a wholesaler of them. Uh is that and and health supplements is where they're making their way in first, like cricket right. protein, cricket flour. Uh, are they making their way over by you yet, or not? Not there yet. I,
1: I have I have heard about them. I haven't not, not much um has happened in Ireland yet. I'm not sh- I'm not sure. Uh, I think pe- people people in Ireland again like like their steaks quite a lot, <laughs> but like not saying it's not something they'll be here in the next the next while. Um, because it's, de- it's definitely something that has come onto my radar, and i <laughs> okay, different different products. And I have seen it starting to go into the supplements area. I think it would be just how getting it's getting people's perception that it's not something that you need to shy away from. It's Mm -hmm.
0: something that's good, good for you. (laughs) Yep, it's it's starting to make its way in specialty stores here. Mm. Maybe some of the yeah, the specialty vitamin shops. You know, uh, over here will have maybe bars with cricket flour. You know, protein bars, but they won't get, you know, individual insects or anything like that. I don't think we're there yet that you still have that (laughs) yuck factor. Nobody wants, you know, but uh, I think eventually it's going to come because of the sustainability and the health benefits. It's just getting over that hump of uh, getting someone to eat it, knowing they're eating insects. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think there's
1: a great trend that we're definitely seeing emerge is um, mushrooms and different types of mushrooms and mushroom Mm. powder. And yep. that's something that I know people are really kind of i've got the, the yuck factor that some people don't like mushrooms but they're seeing the health benefits and it's start it is starting to kind of get into mind that right this actually maybe something that I need to need to look into a bit more so yep. definitely we're, we're starting to starting to see that come in through a few different kind of wellness categories which is it's, it's interesting I'd probably be one of them people who would shy away from mushrooms, but it's one that i'm se- considering starting to look into more because i I'm hearing about the benefits
0: yes yeah yeah, <laughs> me too uh, uh, about like mushroom supplements too like. Yeah. Maybe like a powder or a tea that uh, has ground mushrooms in it, something like that. Uh, yes. So maybe it'll start like that way first. It's kind of safer and uh, <laughs> not not safer, but I mean, it's it's consumers would be more willing to try something like that yes. if maybe it doesn't look like a mushroom or yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Great. Well, speaking of sourcing uh, products, so you have been uh, attending our sessions both in person and you were just at our virtual session. And, uh, you know, so having been at our in-person ones, um, what was your experience like or what were you thinking going into the virtual session when you first heard about it, uh, the concept
1: it was it was, it was interesting because obviously in in person when you go into, into the room you get to hold the products you get to kind of see it you can open up and like move, move it around take take a taste of it if you want to Well, that's from a virtual I thought like w- would that be lacking that kind of really the engagement of how you kind of get get together with us and mm-hmm. the product and you see it you take it away with you you probably do a lot of kind of thinking really after the meetings when you have the products when you're back even back in the office where they're sitting on a desk looking at them. Um, but like when the virtual session, when went through and kind of had a look and seen what way they were laid out, had all the the products were uploaded onto the, the the platform. Even like what I found a real benefit was kind of that we could go and download them. You could kind of nearly you're nearly are interacting with them on a personal level. Um, even look at the the presentation decks that are going to be there to kind of look at a few insights around them. Found really interesting, and that kind of give, it spurred a lot of kind of questions for me as to. What I needed to ask I kinda of like how like where the product kind of fit with us. But I think that definitely kind of found that what what my concerns were And like how do we engage with the products were mm-hmm. nearly unfounded. When I could go in and download everything, you had to see the artwork, you could see the products and them out, even all the information about them. It kind of made it feel pretty seamless that I was still getting the same level of engagement with the products.
0: Excellent. I mean it's great that the uh, to be able to that was our goal or one of our goals was to create as close to our in-person experience as Mm -hmm. you can get in this virtual environment because face it we're all stuck in this for a little while it looks like you're at home uh yeah today i am yeah (laughs) yep so you know this is this is our life right now so we might as well we want to make it as robust and a good experience you know for for you guys so what was your experience preparing for it? You worked closely with our team to kind of learn the tools and all that? Yeah, so I don't think I've worked pretty closely
1: with um with Audrey, who we worked with a few times over the last the last few sessions in person. Mm-hmm. Um kind of took us through how how it would work, where everything was, um like the, the meeting documents, the the bra- all the brands, the products we looking at and then how we looked at worked through kind of the the itinerary and how, how everything would work, which was was great. I think and a lot, even if I'm in person and kind of on virtually preparation is key to go in to make the most out of like the, the 10, 20 minutes you're going to have there to make sure you're getting the right questions. And I kind like it, it was it was clear they had to go in, read through the presentations, look at the products, and see does this fit with me? Would it be another buyer um, in their area? And then what how would this fit with Ireland and kind of what questions I needed to ask that kind of really weren't weren't in the presentation deck, like looking at a bit of customer research, size of the prize, just to get a, a flavor in my head as to right in Ireland, these are the customers we target, this is what we think it will be, and this is where kind of we need to position it. Um like I think from from using the platform, it was pretty seamless uh like it was it was like being there you got the the knock on the door to let you know you had a few minutes left to let you know you're moving on Uh, it was it was heard you could get, wrap it up get ready to kind of the, the follow-up on the when you click the follow-up as to when and the notes and everything like that it was it was pretty kind of instantaneous it got sent into my inbox it was it was perfect so i think pretty much when after the buns in person and you know you used to go and kind of
0: email them to yourself but everything mm. just really like, a- arrives in for you which is which is great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. It's, you know, we've noticed that buyers are kind of loving the efficiency, you know, you're not, you're not losing time traveling, you have time to do your own work in the morning, and then you could go into it. And then you could follow up right away, because you're Mm -hmm. not having, you know, uh, dinner and stuff every day afterwards. So uh, have you so you've been leveraging that to, to follow up as quickly as
1: possible? Absolutely, yes. So I've got I've got a lot of um a lot of conversations going on at the minute with uh, some of the guys that I've met over there, which is which is great. And kind of looking at what what would need need to happen to come to Ireland. Obviously, there's a lot going on in Ireland at the minute as well, especially with Brexit so so close to us. So it's looking at logistic wise with that and just understanding um. Is it something that potentially is like a short term, like kind of three to six months, or is it longer term and kind of what way that works? But there's quite a, quite quite a few conversations happening. I think there is there's a few products on the way to me as well. There's a few, mm-hmm. a few interesting ones that I'm looking looking forward to to get into taste. Um, but yeah, like I think it's, it's definitely leveraging that follow up pretty quickly. I was for heading back to Ireland. Really, if we finish on say the Wednesday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, fly back again. But you need not following up and probably the, the following week or even a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Whereas like this, it's it's instantaneous. Everyone's starting to have their conversations while the appetite is not, not that it goes away, but the appetite's still there and you're still kind of buzzed a bit from being at it and you're in this after seeing the products.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a good point. And and um, because you will you you if you were traveling to an in-person, you do need to dig out. You have that dig out period and that yeah. momentum. You know, like that excitement that you had at the meeting may dwindle a little bit, but here it's fresh. It's fresh. You can go right in afterwards and then get rolling on that. Um, yeah. and, and, and that's, you know, I think also, and this is a lot of credit to you because I think the way you approached it by doing your homework in advance on the prep site, I think that is really a, a part of why you have a good experience because you go in yeah. armed with the information that you need in advance.
1: Exactly. Like if,
0: if you, if you head in and you're starting from scratch, you're still
1: trying to get a feel for the products for the company. And you, you're you nearly you're wasting a lot of valuable time in there, mm-hmm. which you could be talking like you, like a quick, quick couple of minutes about like the, the products, the company from a person get that kind of interaction going and answering into the questions and the stuff that you really need to answer to get, for, for both the buyers and the suppliers to understand is it something that fits with it are you, is it something worth following up on or is it something they could nearly spend their time pulling up with different different retailers and that type of thing whereas if you're heading in after not having looked at anything it's very much you're still trying to get that flavor and kind of understand who, who they are and what products they have but i think if you, the, the prep for me is absolutely key to make sure that you're going in pretty well educated about it but having that conversation having them kind
0: of chat about it to see what's what's happening mm-hmm. and you can you can ask more valuable questions yeah fill in the gaps because you already have a background on what they do who they are what they do and and what products they have and yeah. uh that's why we we try to to provide as much information as possible in advance to again make those meetings more efficient for you yeah yeah so now. You've had a lot of success in finding, discovering. I know now you. we just had the session, what, a week or two weeks ago, so it's, you know, hard to tell. But, I mean, you've had a lot of success in discovering new items from our sessions. Yeah, yeah, and definitely, Stephen, like myself from a healthcare point of
1: view, I know some of the other buyers from Boots, Ireland, across beauty and personal care, we've all had pretty much success across di- different areas and um, different countries, like I've now, I've products that come from from the U.S. The products that come from uh, Spain, Portugal, um, and we we have we found some some new really interesting ones that we were really first to market with in Ireland, and that kind of allowed us to remain kind of pretty innovative and bringing them new content to Ireland uh, to make sure we were in the forefront of people's minds as the, the the new trends that are coming in, like going to boots. That's where that's where you get it. Uh, it absolutely has helped us kind of get get on top of even even the trends like that we were seeing in the US and other countries to kind sort of start like, this is something we need to get ready for. It might not be in Ireland yet, but it's something we need to be ready for when it happens that we're not last to market, we're first to market and leading the way. So I think it's, I could probably say pretty much from every session that we've gone to, we have found products that aren't currently
0: listed in our stores and they're doing pretty well. <laughs> Excellent. That's great to hear. And you know, uh, another point you brought up that's good is dude, that that virtual is helpful for is. You can even participate in our US sessions that maybe you wouldn't have time to fly to in person, but now, and you, so you could even get a further jump ahead and looking for stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Excellent. Well, now, you know, that, that, uh, well, speaking of suppliers, before I get into my final question is um, from a supplier perspective and just your personal opinion, what makes for a good Supplier virtual presentation. Like, what's an ideal virtual meeting? Do you like, you know, slide decks? Do you like, you know, them holding the product? Well, do you? Yeah. What about the, the delivery? What are the elements that go into a successful virtual meeting?
1: I definitely do find a slide deck helpful for for the start, but I think I probably wouldn't rely too heavily on it for for the meeting. I probably keep it concise, maybe five, six slides, will have it for like even half the meeting or less if you can, to allow a lot of that time for conversation and questions and to be kind of look looking at the product. Definitely helps to sort of have the product there. Cause I know a lot of guys showed it to me on the camera and kind of helped me get a sense for the size of it, what it would look like on a shelf and that type of thing. Just so I could I could see and visualize it in our stores. And um, I definitely I personally I like to see a bit of the like the analysis around if it's already on sale in a market are you seeing from customer trends what's the kind of customer profile your target customer and like how does that sit with my kind of core customers like is it something that is absolutely like goes hand in hand or is something we need to work on a little bit um but then looking a bit of like having seen having done a bit of investigation into the market in ireland say like on a healthcare products a lot of them need to be licensed to be sold so just kind of looking is it something that would need to be licensed here to be able to be sold in the country? Or is it something that is like a cosmetic or a medical device that it's it's easy enough to bring? It, if you're going through regulatory to have a license, it can take you up to a year and a half to two years. So it's something that you need to kind of look and see, are these the right products to, to be talking about? Is it something that you're gonna they're going to put that time into to, to launch it further down the line? Or what way does that work? Um, but I definitely think have a lot of time for questions and um, because once you do a couple of slides on it, you're guaranteed buyers are going to ask you about the market insights, kind of the, the size of the prize. What do they think the market actually will do and where do they see it going over the next few years? That's going kind to of really interesting. Is it, is it something that's a bit of a, a flash in the pan that's going to be around for a year or two? Or is it something that's going to be more start to get embedded into kind of customers' mindsets and be here for multiple years, like immunity supplements, vitamin C? Something that's going to be ar- around for a long time where you you can see some things that come in, they, they perform really well. And then customers move on to the next trend. So it's just kind of understanding that kind of vision, like like three to five years down the line.
0: Good. And with all the research that you do ahead of time, I know you have a lot, you probably have a lot of questions to ask them. So uh, that's a great point and good advice for uh, any suppliers that uh, may be meeting with you in the future. So, um, so yeah, so to wrap up final question, you know, now that we're, you know, we've been in this virtual kind of environment since uh, pretty much March, um, where do you see it playing out in the future? Where do you see virtual continuing to be a part of everybody's way of doing business as we move forward?
1: Definitely, I think so. Because I think we were probably, we were all probably so dependent on like that, that face-to-face, even here in Ireland say, we're having a supplier meeting. We'd organise it probably week in advance, make sure diaries don't clash, people have time to travel and come in together. But like, I find it's probably, it's very efficient at the minute because if I need a meeting with uh, one of the suppliers plus my marketing team or my supply team, you can organise it pretty quickly on Teams or on Zoom to make sure that you find a half an hour, an hour in the day that it all fits for everyone. Mm-hmm. No one has to travel and like you can, you can get it done and things happen quickly. And um, So we're, we're even seeing... Be in the office you're limited to how many people you can have in the meeting room uh, with social distancing so some people are still at their desk while other people are in the meeting room and it's all done virtual so i think it's definitely here to stay not to say that i would like it to stay forever i do like that person and that interaction as well and uh, like kind of getting to even go, go for a coffee with a supplier and have a chance to see what's happening is what are they seeing in the market but i think it's something that's gonna gonna be here for quite a while i think it's something that. Everyone has taken to so fast. Like usually, a change is kind of like this. It would take a lot of people. So a lot of time, like there's some resistance. But I think everyone knew this had to happen. And just how do we how do we make it work? But I definitely think it's kind of the, the, the new way of doing doing business. And it's probably going to stay even when hopefully when COVID is gone. If for them, kind of quick quick meetings and quick efficiency things to keep it going. But is that not said that there is there is a lot to be said for having a face to face meeting and having having that kind of relationship. I don't just want it all to be kind of over over the phone or over cameras. It's nice, nice to have someone sitting there as well.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, as a company, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to, even once COVID is done, we're going to have a mix of in-person yeah. and virtual. Because, yes, the in-person is valuable. I love it. I went to 48 sessions last year, including, <laughs> you know, in Europe uh, as well. So uh, I definitely do miss that part. Uh, I was always involved in a lot of the, you know, activities. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to that. But, uh, But yeah, the virtual really, I think you hit it on the head when you said that, you know, it's opened people's eyes. They're like, they've adapted to it really quickly. And virtual technology is going to keep progressing. We keep updating what we're doing on the platform. We're going to, we've added round tables now. So eventually you you know, we'll have uh, virtual round table discussions on the platform. We have that now here. Uh, so yeah, so, uh, it's going to keep going. It's going to s- still be a mix, but, uh, but that's the thing. It'll be a mix and we'll do it in a way that makes sense for, for everybody. So yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, great. Well, thank you so much. And I do look forward to getting pers- in person, <laughs> getting together in person with you, Uh, sooner rather than later Uh, I know next year I think the first few months are going to be virtual but we're going to hopefully have more you know the the uh, next one of uh, the healthcare ones will be in person but we'll we will see what happens in the winter time with this so
1: yes so look thanks very much for having me you know it's been it's been great and I've really, really enjoyed the virtual session
0: Yeah, thanks. Thanks. And I appreciate all your input. And we'll see you at more of them. Perfect.
1: Thanks very much, Joe.
0: Take care. (laughs)